when we started throwing these ideas out to our social following, we started getting just the most amazing responses. Our social media started to blow up. It came as a bit of a shock that we had grown our brand awareness that much over the years through our struggles. And this is 100% the right direction. This is Going Boldly, the podcast. Here's your host, Russ the Big Guy. Hi, it is Russ the Big Guy. I'm a lifelong entrepreneur who is very familiar with the struggles and successes related to running a business. I know it is definitely worth the struggle. The freedom and unlimited potential keep me moving forward, fueled by my why. Aligned with that is my desire to share with you, the entrepreneur and aspiring business owner, entertainment, information, inspiration, and even transformation into an even more amazing entrepreneur and human. To those ends, please enjoy this episode of Going Boldly. Welcome back. This is part two of the Tyson and Audie Levitt episode, including their charmed adventure. Enjoy. This feels right. It felt so right. And so the, the this that we're talking about is charmed resorts, correct? Correct. So we build our first cottage, uh, you know, last year and we delivered it what, for August 1st. And we put it in this location that's kind of down away from population. It's a beautiful location. We have the bathroom separate. It's whimsical trails that people come up to and it books up instantly, right? Books up for the summer. So we're, we're like, okay, this, that's, you know, all we needed to know to go forward. Yeah. Booking it. And people were happy when yeah. they stayed. Yeah. How, how many, so, how many summers do you need to have that cottage book to pay for it? till you've got your nut covered. If we're just doing it summers, we need a three, three or four good summers or three summers, but then, um, do you have other bookings too for those? So, I mean, your anticipation is it's covered in three. Like we didn't really know. We just kind of knew this is what we wanted to do. We wanted to test the idea. We went with it. And I was also feeding my own company by, instead of laying off my people, I was building something, right? Sure. Build something that continued to employ my manufacturing, get it out there. It, it ended up being super popular. But we realized like people want to stay in this into the fall and into the winter, early spring. We can't do this at this location. So once again, we're retooling. Now we got to find another location. So we decided to move, oh, I think October last year. We knew we wanted it closer to population. So we're searching, 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 and we find a location, but it's not zoned correctly. So we have to go through zoning and get all the approvals. We also had an opportunity with our biggest newspaper in uh, Canada is coming to do a story on us. So we decided, you know what? We just have to get everything ready. We have to have faith that we're gonna be able to get this put together. And we uh, we launched Charm Resorts in a new location. It yeah. turned out to be perfect. The new location, we were able to put bathrooms inside the cabins, which we learned is really important to people because yeah, understood. a lot of the people that are coming are not coming for the camping experience. They're coming for the fantasy experience. So like you can come and have the camping experience or you can come and kind of just have like a more of like a hotel experience, but you're out in nature and you're an incredible cottage. The last location was kind of out in the middle of nowhere. This location is like a walk away from a bakery and pizza place and stuff. So people don't have to pack up the food for camping that don't want the outdoor bathroom like camping. They want kind of still the luxury experience while still being out in nature. And we've kind of found the best of both worlds at in the Crow's Nest Pass. 
So I'll tell you a little bit about that leap of faith. So we have this big news article that's coming out about us, about our resort, which at this point is only one cabin. My gut tells me we have to capitalize on this. We have to have something ready for when this story comes out that people can book. So we decided, you know what, we're going to put some concept art up of some cottages we're going to have done. We're going to... We're going to tell the general location of where we're going to be because (laughs) we didn't have it fully approved yet. And we're going to get our website up and running and we're just, we're going to put it out there. So the article comes out, we've got one cottage built. We've got two other plans planned for June 1st. We don't have any infrastructure in yet. And that article comes out, people come onto our website in droves. And overnight, they book well over $100,000 worth of bookings. Now you got to build the cottages. <laughs> and now, yeah. So now we have all these bookings. We know. Which at least we know. We, at least we know how to do that now. <laughs> so, so, we had, so we had the pressure that we had to make sure that we deliver these cottages on time and to the standard. Otherwise, we need to refund all this money to everybody. And I'm imagining and, that you have to get some sort of, um, uh, down here we call a CFO, a certificate of occupancy. Like somebody yeah. inspects yeah. those and makes sure they're yeah. they're livable and safe. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. So that also forced us to evolve our company too because we had to get CSA certification, which is equivalent to like a UL certification. So we, we went on the leap of faith and we rallied our team, our occupancy Certificate was delivered the day before everybody showed up on June 1st, and we were able to deliver our resort landscaped, cottages in place, bathrooms ready, everything ready to rock and roll for June 1st. But I tell you what, there was a lot of (laughs) nerve-wracking nights leading up to that. I bet. Wow. (laughs) I got to catch my breath. (laughs) It's been a wild ride. The funny thing is now we really feel like we're just getting started. We've been in the charmed business for six years. I would consider that the education period. It feels like we just started our job now. So if one of those billionaires decides that they want a couple cottages, you can deliver. If, uh, if somebody wants to uh, reserve a cottage at Charmed Resorts, you can deliver. I love these interviews. Um, gosh, you guys are freaking amazing. And I get so excited when I hear the stories and I I feel them. It's been uh, such a rewarding thing for me just doing the podcast. You know, similar to you, it's like, well, this sort of like turned up and wow, this is working and oh, this is pretty cool. And that happened to me with a podcast, to be honest. So what does the future hold for Tyson and Audie? Oh man, do you want me to talk about this or do you want to talk about this? Well, (laughs) (laughs) you know what? I'm really motivated by the creativity that I get to work with every day. I'm motivated by the process that I'm working in right now. I love it. My role is now to decorate because we've hired an interior designer that is absolutely incredible and, and has taken a lot off my plate. So I just get to decorate and I get to operate our social media. And social media this year has just, taken off. It's been so much fun. I figured out how to make the silly little videos that go on TikTok and Instagram videos, and I'm absolutely loving it. It's like, I feel like I'm living out my 14 year old dreams in, in multiple ways. I'm really motivated by my day-to-day work, but Tyson is 
has the big um, long-term dreams yeah. going. And now, are you able to spend more time with your kids now that you're feeling better and uh, you feel like oh, maybe, yeah. maybe both of you feel oh, like, yeah. you know, the business oh, is on yeah. solid footing, you know? I literally feel like I am the luckiest person in the world. I feel like we've, uh, where we're at right now, where I've been able to come with my health and with the business and then how that all fits in with our, with our family. I feel like I'm the luckiest girl on this planet. Let's give the kids, so, a, I mean, let's give the qu- kids a quick shout out though. So you've got a 12, 11 and a nine year old. Let's give them a shout out in case they listen to this or, you know, in 10 years, <laughs> this will still be out there. So they'll be like, yeah. Oh mom, remember when you did that interview? You did such a great, you did such a great job. So, and you mentioned me. <laughs> That sounds well, great. We've got three incredibly artistic, creative children. Our oldest is Emmett, then our middle child is Miles, and then our youngest is Lydia, our daughter. So they are all incredible and actually cannot wait to see what what they do with their life. Whether they stay in the business or they do their own thing, it's ex- it's exciting to think about what they'll end up doing. But there are reason for working. And I have to say our family life and our work is so intertwined. And I, I love it because our kids come with us. They come out there. Um, you know, they, we all have our, we all have our moments where we're like, okay, work needs to end now. And, and family needs to begin. I actually think if your work can be this fun and this together, then I'm glad that it turned out that way, that we we get to intertwine them so much. Ours is so unique because it, it is a children's company at heart. So we get to work with our kids. And even, even while we were going through our dark times, we were able to be around our kids lots. Dottie called you that you were just a big kid in one of your uh, episodes or on one of the YouTube videos that I watched. So she, she kind of labeled you as just a big kid. Yeah. I mean, some, some of the struggles through the years took that light out a little (laughs) bit for a little bit, but (laughs) it's rekindled. We're we're good. Like, so I want to tell you kind of where we're going with our stuff. We've got our first resort up and running in the coming weeks. We're going to announce um, a number of cottages that we're going to be building to add on to that and some additional infrastructure that we're adding to that. We really believe that this is just one of many, many resorts throughout North America. Wow. We, we want to be dotted all over the country so that families all over can take a quick trip and get away from regular life. Yeah. Everybody has their struggles. And we're quickly finding that our resort is a place of healing for people who have something horrible that's happened to their family, or they just need to get away from work because they want to reconnect with their kids. Just want to feel like a kid again. Yeah. Like it's quickly becoming a place that people will come and heal and refresh themselves. Oh, wow. One of our big focuses of our company is to start to use our intellectual property, expand it into different areas, clothing and bedding and furniture and um, cool little playhouses that we can package and ship all over the place. We really want to continue to grow our brand. And we're, we're getting to the point now where we have brand awareness around the world. It shocks us how many people have actually heard of our company. We're excited about what the future future holds. We, we're going to continue to grow the brand and make it more accessible for people everywhere. You've presented so many teachable moments for our entrepreneurs. Even the concept that uh, people get frustrated with social media. A lot of times they don't feel like they're getting the action and the response. And people who have broken through have said, um, just stick with it because people are paying attention. They're just not engaging yet. So I think uh, you've mentioned that a couple times now. And I think that you are proof that that will work. If I can get out one message to people 
for me, just my personal message, I spent about five years feeling like garbage on Instagram. (laughs) It just didn't make a lot of sense to me. It didn't, it was not intuitive to me at all because I'm kind of a private person. So it didn't come naturally to me to be vulnerable online for an audience and, and share things. Um, And so I felt like we struggled. And then all of a sudden we got on TikTok and the video part of things made sense to me. The music, the, like, you know, the comedy with it, it all started to make sense to me and it, and it clicked and it took so many years to get there. Um, but if you, if you have fun, if you make it fun and you have to go out on a limb a little bit, you have to look like a fool a little bit for a while. Other people will, will click with that, like the realness that comes out of it. Yeah. Being authentic. And you know, you hear some of those things and they seem like buzzwords now being vulnerable and authentic (laughs) and uh, personal brand and you know, all those things, but uh, they're real, you know, they're real things. Oh gosh. So that's good. So Audie's kind of final words here before we get into the questions. Tyson, did you have anything else? Any uh, words of wisdom or last thoughts? My last word of wisdom would be if you have something that you believe in, just chase after it and be ready to uh, go through some hard times and some good times. But if you really are passionate about it, you'll find a way to make it work. I love it. Somebody wants to rent a cottage or one of our listeners has an extra 10 grand and they need a big, huge mother playhouse in the backyard. How do they, how do they find you? (laughs) So our website is charmed.ca. And then from there you can access the resort side of the website or the playhouse side. Um, and then we're also, we're charmed playhouses on Instagram and we are at charmed family on TikTok. And we should say that our playhouses have evolved to start at around $25,000 and they've ranged into hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh my goodness. I said an extra 10 grand and I thought I was being generous. So, so we need to say an extra 25 grand. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> oh my that's gosh. why we create one that's that's more accessible for for everyone too that is packaged and we can ship out oh that's awesome all right we're going to go to the question stand by it's time to answer the questions I double dare you. All right, it is time for the questions where we get to learn even more about Tyson and Audie and uh, are you two ready? Let's do it. Question number one, if you could have a conversation with any famous person, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you talk about? Oh my goodness. That is a good question. Thank you. First. You're going to make me go first on that one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> any person, dead or alive. Here, I'll stall for you. Any famous person, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you talk about? You know what? I would probably have to say Elon Musk. I find him so fascinating because Me too. He, is a, he is a person who goes and has an idea, has a vision for something that people tell him that it's crazy, it's stupid, you're never going to be able to do it. And he finds a way to rally people around his idea and he gets it done. So I guess I would just want to talk to him to find out what makes him tick how he gets the energy to do everything that he seems to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've often thought about he as my number one guy I wanted to talk to, mostly just because it's current, I think, and 
just some of the amazing things that he's done and he's compounded them, you know, a battery and then, you know, the car and then, then a rocket and then the car on the rocket who shoots their sports car into outer space. That's just mind blowing. And that's just a small portion of everything he's done, you know? And I feel like my brain works a little bit like his in that he uses, he'll build something then he'll parlay to his next business and his next business and his next business. Crazy. Yep. All right, Audie. Um, I'm going to say, Jason's not going to be surprised by this. I'm going to say Dolly Parton. Yes. <laughs> I think yes. she is a brilliant genius. So every time I hear her speak, I think she's like such an incredibly empathetic, intelligent person who has managed to navigate her success and balance it with so much, um, like philanthropy and kindness and goodness. And I just, I adore her as a human being. What would you talk about? <laughs> um, you know what? I, I really am interested in talking to people who have experienced success and haven't um, been trapped by all the negative things that can come with success. So I want to know, like, you know, how, how do you say no to the influences that just want you to focus on, um, like capitalizing as much as you can and instead focus like how do you have that much success in front of you and still manage to give so much back and kind of just not be like taken away by by the corporate part of things yeah was there a time when you were feeling that way or when you maybe came to a crossroads where the choice could have been something that would have put you in your prison so to speak and you, and maybe you chose the opposite direction no uh, i don't feel like we've ever ever been big like that. So it's never, that's never felt like a temptation to me. I just always, that's just really important to me. I grew up with a, with a dad who was always motivated by giving back more than he ever gets. I want that to stay as a central tenant in anything that we do. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Question number two, who do people tell you that you look like? <laughs> uh, that's, <laughs> I get told that I look like Kaylee Cuoco quite often or Billy, oh, Billy sorry. Lord, Billy Lord, who is like, uh, princess Leia's daughter. Kaylee mostly. Kaylee Cuoco is yeah. The main one. And you get told what's his name. You're better with, with oh, what's his name. He's off of vampire diaries. Tyson gets it a lot. <laughs> Paul Wesley. Stefan, the character's name is Stefan Salvatore. Salvatore. He also gets told he looks like, uh, is it McSteamy or McDreamy? Oh, but yeah. It's one of the, Dr. McDreamy. One, yep. one of those good looking guys. An yeah. old version of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the one favorite food up there in Canada that the rest of the world needs to know about? Ketchup chips. <laughs> Wait, They're so good. What are they? <laughs> oh, you haven't. Oh, my goodness. Ketchup chips. So like literally just ketchup flavored chips. Okay. I haven't seen those. We have barbecue chips. We have dill pickle flavored chips. Yeah. I don't think They're we better. have, I don't think we do have. Uh, all the major companies make them in Canada. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Old Dutch is the best though. Old Dutch ketchup chips. That's what every kid had their birthday parties on. Yeah. No way. All right. That's a shout out to Old Dutch. I'm going to have to check those out. I love, I love chips. Tyson. She stole that one right out of my mouth. Well, I mean, everybody says the poutine. All right, go to your number two. What is it? Poutines, poutines, poutines. Okay. Everybody loves teen. Oh, that's mm -hmm. popular, right? Was that it's like gravy-covered French fries? Is that it? Yeah, but you put onions oh, on it. You, no. You put some on. bacon on You're it. You're missing the, the important part of the poutine. 
because some people get this wrong. So you got to have like a good gravy, like a homemade gravy, if you want a good poutine. And then it's not just any cheese. It has to be cheese curds, cheese curds, like mozzarella cheese curds. That is the poutine, just those three items. But you can, you can load it with whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So it originated in like Montreal, I believe. Yeah, I believe you. I've believed everything you've told me so far. Why would I doubt you now? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I provide uh, coaching for entrepreneurs going boldly success coaching. Can I ask you a coaching question? Sure. All right. What's the one main overarching looming obstacle that when overcome would make all the difference? So, I mean, you obviously, your personal life and needs need to be taken care of. I think those are important. But like, if we're going to dive into the business, I think that it's important to have the right people in the right place so that you can actually scale your company. All right. And how about for you, for your business? Is that your challenge? Husband. Yes, constantly. Yeah. Okay. We've always had a few people who did a lot, but for us to be great, we need to have a lot of people who do a few things. All right. And a follow-up to that is what are you, what are you doing or what do you need to, what do you need to implement to make that happen? Uh, well, right now we need, we need staffing. We need more people. So the question is, what are you doing to find the people that's working or what do you need? Well, it, it's a process, but we, we've got a whole bunch of ads out right now to hire people. So we're interviewing like crazy. Okay. But, but I would also say that for us, we've had a lot of people grow with the company as in they started when we started. I mean, having those people and having them educated along with us has been invaluable. We have some people who are just just insanely talented that have been with us for a long time. And we've watched, we've watched that talent develop, which is really cool. And then often we like to, we kind of like to hire uh, people who get the vision, people who have the right energy, even if they're still kind of learning how to perfect their craft. We're okay with people learning on the job along with us. That's how we've always done it. That's how we've always done it. And, and as long as they understand the vision, they get the aesthetic. That's obviously really important in our company. Um, and they have the correct energy and the right energy. Yeah. 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 yeah I love they that. Can learn on the job. Yeah. I've heard that from more than one successful business owner that they need people that uh, understand the company, understand the values. They're the things that you can't teach. Right. Yeah, so the skills, exactly. you, the skills they can get better at. And if they're on board with the company, they're going to want to, they're going to want to learn more. Yeah. But, all right. Super. So let's see now. What What about for you, Audie? Uh, what's the one looming obstacle that you see that when overcome would make all the difference? I think that more people, if they understood, because me and Tyson yeah. really didn't go into this with many qualifications to do what we're doing now. I think if more people understood that, um, they might feel like they're capable of so much more than they realize because I wouldn't have done this on my own, but Tyson has that personality of he can see it and he's going to go after it either way. And so I learned a lot from Tyson in this business, watching him and just watching his ability to um, believe in himself. I've learned from that because that, that does not come naturally to me. So <laughs> you'll, never, you'll never start a business if, if you wait till every duck is in a row. Yeah. I just, I feel like if more people realized how unqualified I am to do my job, they might feel like they might understand that they're more qualified to do what they want to do than they realize. What would you recommend that those people do if they're suffering from that or if that's what's holding them back? What is something tangible that they can do? Is there something that you have been working on that that seems to have moved you forward that worked for you? I would say surround yourself with with people who are really 
good at that. I mean, I was just kind of lucky. I happened to marry someone who is, um, and it taught me a lot about believing in yourself and, you know, not needing to have everything perfect to go for it. So I would just say, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to start a business, make sure you're with people or you can surround yourself with people. And even if it's just like a little uh, group of people that get together to talk about business, surround yourself with the people who are like that, because you can learn a lot from them. I love it. Yeah. Make your own little mastermind group or find a, find yeah. someone to be your mentor. Yeah, exactly. In in the wise words of Dr. Leonard from What About Bob, I would just say baby steps. <laughs> uh, coming from you, baby steps? You've you've done leaps. Oh gosh. No, it's been, I, it's only, been baby steps. I only think about one problem at a time. Okay. And I, I put the rest of the problems in the back of my brain until I deal with the problem ahead of me and then the next one and then the next one and the next one. Okay. I don't I them all at one time. I love it. So you're the, you know, how to eat an elephant one bite at a time gives his uh, mental activity to one, one thing at a time. So great. Thank you very much. You guys, you have been uh, so much fun to chat with today. We've learned so much from you. There's so many things that you talked about that I didn't point out that our listeners are going to identify with or learn from. And we thank you so much for doing the episode with us. Boy, we went long too. (laughs) This may have to be a (laughs) two-parter. Well, hopefully you can get something out of it. (laughs) Oh, we got a lot out of it, really. And uh, hopefully we can stay in touch. Maybe Audie and I can do one about health and her health challenges. I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. This is the end of our episode with Tyson and Audie. Please check out everything that they are up to. Go to charmed.ca and uh, Charmed Playhouses on Instagram and Charmed Family on TikTok. And uh, if you just go to YouTube and look up Charmed uh, Cottages, they'll pop right up and you can see some video and you can uh, see Tyson on his video back in, uh, what was it, 2015 when he was kind of just getting his feet wet on all this. And uh, it's pretty cool to see. So, all right, that's the end of our episode. See you, everybody. That concludes another episode of Going Boldly. I hope you were entertained and you discovered at least one nugget of wisdom or advice that you can put into action immediately. Or maybe you received some inspiration from today's episode. And I'm certain you know at least one person who needs this podcast. Please share it with them. You might be the important link that will change their life for the better. Subscribing means you will not miss an episode. And it will make it easier for me to schedule guests because I can show them that the audience is growing. So please subscribe. It will benefit us all. Let me know how I can make this show even better. Leave a comment and send me a DM. I read everyone personally, and I do my best to respond to each and every one. As a thank you, I'll be awarding prizes. And to keep you on your toes, the winners will be randomly selected from names I find in the comments, shares, DMs, and from the list of subscribers. Prizes might be Going Boldly merch or products supplied by my guests, or just something random and fun. But you have to comment, share, DM, or subscribe to be eligible to win. A special thanks to Brenna Swanger at Waverly Manor Studios for our great theme music. And finally, thanks for listening. Go boldly, keep at it, and wash your hands.